As a working mom, I was spinning on my heels trying to be everything to everyone without realizing overwhelm had its firm grip over me. And it's no wonder since we juggle many identities and responsibilities and tendencies to shy away from our awesomeness. Does this sound like you? I believe one of the keys to successful living is activating our personal power. The question is, how do we do this? Join me each week as I uncover actionable tips from experts and intentionally aligned working mums who, like you and me, are on a journey to boost their personal power. My name's Roxana. Welcome to the Personal Power Boost Podcast. My guest today is Claire Morris. Claire is a corporate escapee. She's currently running not one, but two businesses, which she is proud to say she runs on her own terms. She's lived in over four countries and she's currently living with her husband and her five-year-old daughter in St. Albans. She's also represented her country playing pool. Welcome, Claire. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Claire, the last time you came on, you were talking about um, how you've defined success and satisfaction. And one of the big things that you were talking about was community and the sense of networks, collaborations, um, the support structure that you've been able to surround yourself by. And before we go into that a little bit more, I'd love to know a bit about you. So who you are as a person. And, and just to see how you got to where you are today. Okay, so I was actually born in Glasgow, as I'm sure you can tell by the accent. But when I was very little, we moved to Milton Keynes. And that's where I grew up. I have a younger sister. And uh, despite the fact that we're only two and a half years apart in age, we're very, very different to each other, personality-wise. I've always been very practical, uh, very process-driven. And she's always been a bit of a, a dreamer and uh, we've taken kind of opposite directions as we've grown up. But um, my parents separated when I was 17 and that was actually a big relief at the time, which I know that most people won't experience that emotion if their parents go through a separation. But I had witnessed my mum being quite unhappy for some years and that was very difficult to see. So when they finally made that decision to separate, it really felt like it was a time that everyone could move forward in their lives. And I was just about to go to university as well. So for me, it meant that I could go to university without some of that family stuff hanging over my head. Mm. And we were quite comfortable financially, but we didn't have extra really in life. And that was something that I always felt like I wanted to create when I grew up to have not just enough but enough to never have to worry about anything to be able to take holidays whenever we wanted not to be flashy not to have anything to show off but just to have zero financial concerns mm. um, so that was probably playing a big part in shaping what I wanted to create later in life. So just going back to when you were growing up and um, the kind of childhood that you had, did you feel that you had opportunities? Yes, definitely. Mum always made sure that we had those opportunities, even if it meant that she had to 
go and secretly work three jobs that we didn't really realize or were aware of when we were children. Mm. Um, so playing the piano, uh, going to dance classes, I did karate as well. Anything that we wanted to do within reason, um, we really were afforded that opportunity to do it. And as long as we stuck to it and were dedicated and were enjoying it, then we were able to continue doing that. Sounds amazing. Sounds like you've had a lovely childhood. And I think that what's really interesting is often when people talk about their parents splitting, there's normally some pain associated with that. But you sound like it was it, you were old enough to to be in a position to notice that it was for the best and that there was some, an element of relief around that for, for all of you. Yeah, very much so. And I do appreciate it's not going to be the same for most people. But what it has meant is that having seen that and been aware of my mum's unhappiness through my teen years, it really made me want to create a happy atmosphere when, um, when it was time for me to have a family and for my daughter to see both of her parents being happy and fulfilled. We had lovely times as children as well so we had lots of fun with music and we would go on walks did lots of play parks a very kind of cuddly family household mm -hmm. and none of that went away even when my mum was really unhappy but I was aware that she had this deep unhappiness that didn't stop her making life for us fantastic but stopped her making life for herself fantastic so having all of those wonderful experiences has really been a bedrock for what we create my husband and myself for my daughter but layering on top of that the fact that she gets to experience both of her parents being fulfilled in themselves so Claire take me back to the moment that you were triggered to create this these new businesses so you've got two businesses I assume you started with one and then then the other one came along yep. take me back to the moment because you obviously were working in the corporate world and you decided that you needed to do something else or wanted to do something else so talk us through that yes it's probably quite a long moment <laughs> it's quite a long journey um there wasn't really a big bang moment as such but even in my 20s, where I had a great career already, I'd left university and uh, started in a job that I didn't even know existed, but turned out to be the best possible job for me, a combination of numbers and products. And it was really, really exciting. I, I really loved what I did. And I promoted through the ranks very quickly. And there was a lot of kind of excitement and external um not pressure, but external um, re realization that I was a, a bit of a superstar in that world. And despite all of that, and despite the fact that I really love my work, I always felt that there must be more out there than working on someone else's terms and doing the same stuff every single week having the same conversations every monday morning about the same performance reports being on fixed times and having to ask permission to do life things so this was way before 
I had a family or any other dependencies, this was when I was kind of young, free and single as such. I wasn't single all of the time, but um, I didn't have anything tying me down. And even then I felt like there must be more. So at that stage, I really didn't know what alternatives there were. That's all I'd ever known. Go to school, go to university, get a job and work nine to five forevermore. So I, I didn't realize that there would be other options, but I also, I didn't have the confidence to do anything about it, even if I had been aware that there were other options. And then fast forward a little bit, when my daughter was born five years ago, I'd gone back to work. I was working in London at the time and I was commuting back to St. Albans and I wasn't getting home before her bedtime. Every single day, this wasn't a the odd occasion situation. This was every single day. And that is when I knew that something had to change because that's not the kind of family life that I wanted to live. I wanted to work. I wanted to be successful in whatever I was doing, but I did not want to be sacrificing that time with my daughter. So I was working full time. I was earning the main chunk of the household income, obviously had a toddler. I had some big sporting commitments as well. We had a mortgage to pay and I wasn't in the position where I could just stop working and start doing something and hope that the money would come in. So I was really actively looking for something that I could build up around my job, around everything else, but that ultimately would be substantial enough to replace my corporate income. And while I'd been on maternity leave, I'd actually come across network marketing, hadn't really thought too much about it at the time, but then kept meeting more and more people who'd been very successful in their respective network marketing companies. So I started researching it because I realized that it was very flexible. I could work it completely part time. It was pretty low investment compared to, say, a franchise, which I'd also looked into. We certainly did not have the capital to be looking at a franchise. And then um, I, I researched lots of different companies and I found a company that my values were completely aligned to and jumped straight in as soon as I discovered them. It was this gut feeling that just knew this was the right vehicle for me. And I haven't looked back since. And what came with that business that I hadn't anticipated in any way was the amazing mindset and personal development support that you get. So that's helped me to grow in all areas of my life. It's helped me to become a better wife, a better mummy. And it's helped me to create the belief that actually I really do have something to offer people. So through this, I was able to develop the clarity and confidence about how I could still do the work that I've been doing in my career and the work that I loved, but to be able to do that on my own terms. So 18 months into my first business, I was able to leave my nine to five job and I launched Retail with Clarity, which is a consultancy focused on helping small retailers to grow their profit and reduce their stock. And I would never have been able to do that without the confidence that I'd learned how to grow through my first business. So it's very much been a vehicle for me to a better personal health situation, to be able to help others improve their well-being a vehicle to create choices in my life because of the financial safety net that is created and also the time freedom and a vehicle to help keep building my mindset and my skills that support my second business and to um, learn how to 
communicate with people better and to have these communities around me who are there to cheerlead and support me and me to them as well so i was very very lucky to first discover this sense of community and the importance of it when you're running your own business with my first business because it's actually part of the package and then realizing the importance of that i was then able to make sure that i created that around my second business as well so that's where um starting my own networking group for local women in business came into play and the sense of collaboration that exists in this group and other groups that i'm part of is phenomenal and something that i never expected to be the case outside of the corporate world that's amazing oh my goodness i'm just listening to you feeling completely inspired i can't believe that it took you just 18 months to be able to quit your corporate job I'm still I'm still shocked by that. <laughs> That's phenomenal. And it sounds like you found a business or you found this um what do you is it called network marketing? Network marketing, yes. Network marketing. So you found something that's aligned with your values. And I'm just wondering, Claire, do you think that is the one of the reasons for your success that you found something that you're aligned to? Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's so important for um, whatever it is that you're doing to be aligned to your values. Otherwise, there'll always be something holding you back and stopping you achieving that success always. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I would uh, love to know a little bit more about so the, the days that you were thinking about launching or buying or investing or becoming part of these uh, becoming part of the network marketing. How did it feel? What were you thinking in terms of um, the possibilities that were opening up for you? I was incredibly excited about the possibilities um, because I am a researcher and a planner so I had done lots and lots of research so I was very very aware of what the opportunities and the possibilities were I guess there was at the time for me this limiting belief of that's fine for them but can I do that mm. but I knew if I didn't take the leap that nothing would change and I would be doing the nine to five forever. So I had this moment of, I've just got to say yes and I've got to figure it out as I go along. I'm three years in now to that business and there are still days where I have these limiting beliefs of, oh, can I do this? Can I do this? But because of the community that I have around me, mm. I'm always being inspired by other people and spurred on by other people and seeing other people achieve is the evidence that I need to know that I can do it. I might just have to learn a few things along the way. Absolutely. Isn't that incredible though? So I think what I'm hearing from you is that not only did you find something that's aligned to your values, that you also surround yourself with people who are maybe a few steps ahead of you in some aspects, but maybe not in others. And, and the opportunity that you get to see people winning and succeeding and moving forward gives you and your limiting beliefs or your false beliefs the evidence that's required to keep pushing forward to know that you can do this. Exactly. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think it takes people years and years to be able to get to a position where they can actually, especially people that go it alone and start their own business to actually even just to identify what their core values are, because it's not something you're taught to do at school, is it? (laughs) Not at all. And I was very lucky in my corporate career to go on a leadership course, which had um, an element of that course actually focused on distilling right down to your core values. So even prior to me starting my own businesses, I did have an understanding of that, but I wouldn't have had that through any other means. And, and I've done a lot more work on it since. And I'm very much into personal development. I do a lot of reading, listen to a lot of podcasts. And I realize now the importance of understanding those values and then being able to say no to things that don't align. Mm. Yeah. And isn't that that sense of clarity also liberating because you just know it's not going to work for you? Yes, absolutely. And as someone who is innately a people pleaser and wants to say yes to everything, it's been a, a hard journey for me to get to this point. But now I... I respect my own time enough and understand my own values enough to know when it is right to say no. Amazing. Amazing. So Claire, what would you say you love most about your life right now? It really is the sense of freedom that comes with everything being on your own terms and my daughter started school in September. So this is very much an of the moment example, but being able to go to her school plays and uh, assemblies, et cetera, without having to ask anybody's permission and know that I am still contributing to our family life and our family income in the same way that I was before. That is the most precious thing to me. And sense of fulfillment that I have from knowing that this is something that I've created but also being able to help others to do the same thing that is I can't even put into words how important that is for my own um, state of mental health to be able to support others I mean, I, I think that there is, is, is such a gift, an incredible gift that you're giving people because they'll be also thinking all the things that you were thinking a few years ago when you were setting up, you know, can I do this? Um, am I, is, is this suited to me? And you being able to distill your experience, to share that with them, to say, I've had all of these thoughts and this is how I overcame them, um, I think is, is such a special thing to do for other people. Um, and I, I really admire you for that. That's amazing. And I love the fact that you're now able to create a life for yourself where you can be there for your daughter in all the ways that you want to, and to be able to know that you are contributing, even when you're probably at these assemblies or at these plays, that you know you've created a business that is working for you, where you don't need to be switched on 24-7 to make make it work um, and that that's that's the ultimate freedom that we're all looking for isn't it it absolutely is so what would you say to any of my listeners who 
who may have a dream or a desire to do something else and it might not necessarily be to go into business it might be something else altogether to quit a relationship to start a new relationship to to do something that is a dream or a desire for them but they don't think they have what it takes right now what would you say to that person that you absolutely do have what it takes but you may have to do a bit of work to be able to believe that so don't settle and this is what i would also say to my younger self and anybody else that wants to listen don't settle because there will always be a way to achieve that dream and most of the time when someone doesn't go after their dream they might think that it's something like money or time that's holding them back but usually it's actually a fear and the bit that you need to work on is figuring out what your fear is so that you can get past it because actually the world is really ready for what you can bring into it even if you don't believe that yourself yet oh wow that's beautiful that's an amazing answer (laughs) claire what took you the longest to learn to accept about yourself Probably that I'm not actually boring because I like a spreadsheet um, and a bit of process and really that there are people out there that crave that in their lives. So what I might find boring, they really want and need. And I do still have moments where I assume that if I think or know something, then everyone else must do too. So it won't be valuable for them. And I'm still realising and still working on that, but I'm still realising that that is untrue. And just because I have it in my head, it doesn't mean that other people don't want to know it or don't know it already. Oh my gosh. So you've just completely touched me there because that was my thing for the longest time. I wanted to become a coach and I've been in the coaching field for about 15 years. And, um, When I decided to move from corporate coaching to personal coaching, I looked around and saw all these amazing people who are coaches. And I just thought, what new information do I have? What new magical solution do I have? And that just debilitated me for the best part of three years. Wow. Yeah. Three years I wasted just thinking I haven't got anything new to offer. And then it was only when I started having my one-to-one coaching clients that I realized that I was so relatable to so many people. And even though there were these amazing hotshots out there who've got their massive platforms, they're not accessible to everyday people. And it was through that that I realized that that I do most definitely have something amazing to offer people. And it took me, but that took me the longest time to accept that what I have to say is interesting and it's helpful. You know, people need it. Yeah, I love that. And that is a a feeling that it rings so true for me. And I, I wouldn't say I'm completely past it, but I'm much more aware of it. And I know how to pull myself into check on it so that I can keep going. I think that's the key, isn't it? Just knowing when you're feeling that feeling and having that that coming into your awareness and then being like oh here comes that thought again yeah here comes that thought what do i do with it do i listen to it for a second do i entertain it do i now let it go and it's that sort of process that internal dialogue that you have to constantly shape 
and and direct otherwise it will just take you into a dark place <laughs> that none yes. of us need to go to we haven't got time for that dark place as far as i'm concerned you know there's people that need help they need your services they need you and yes there are amazing people out there who've got big platforms who are constantly in everybody's faces but what i'd love the listeners to recognize is that your uniqueness is what's going to make you interesting for somebody to want to work with and that's something that if you keep yourself playing small if you keep yourself away and down and out of sight you're actually not helping people you know and i think that's something that you need to recognize that it's not about you, it's about who you can help. And when, once you figure that out and you make that flip in your mind, just like Claire, you'll, be, you'll have so much success in the shortest amount of time because people relate to you and they need you and they want you. And yes, there are hot shots out there, but they're not accessible. People don't relate to them because they're 15, 20, 30 years ahead. And how do you achieve that? Often we're looking for people who are a few years ahead of us. And that's where I think, Claire, you're such an inspiration to so many because you've had success in the shortest time. And I think just listening to your story, the formula, I think, is, is amazing. Um, knowing your core values and then recognizing how a business fits in with your core values and then having the foresight to create a sisterhood or a tribe or a network or whatever you want to call it of people willing you on that is just so powerful I think that's probably what's propelled you and obviously your ten tenacity and skill and your drive and all those other kind of personal traits that you have but would you agree with that I would completely agree with that formula and I, I think for me I discovered most of it by accident but the beauty of hindsight is now that I can express that to other people and give other people a, a little bit of a, a, a journey or a, a map to follow to model their own path on Absolutely. And, and discover these things more on purpose than by accident. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that wonderful when you've had that experience and it's been by accident? <laughs> Yes. it's actually a formula it's actually a real like if you follow these steps you'll have this this level of success and satisfaction i think that's that's your gift to the world um your your mess is now your message yes i love that <laughs> if you could go back in time and whisper a little life lesson or an affirmation to the little girl in you what would you say to her Ooh, this is a good question Conforming is sometimes necessary, but exploring and bending the norms is way more fun. I love that. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. Conforming is sometimes necessary. But exploring and bending the norms is way more fun. Way more fun. That's amazing. So that's what you would say to the little girl in you. Yes, the, the little conformist in me. Was she a conformist? <laughs> oh, hugely. <laughs> she hasn't gone away either, <laughs> but she's learning. She's learning. She's learning to be a rebel. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. 
Well, Claire, this has been such a fascinating conversation. I love the fact that you've um, been able to have a vision and create and live your vision and the, the, the formula, the formula that you're sharing with us today and sharing for my listeners is, is just really simple, really doable. Um, and I think that there'll be a lot of people that will be listening to this who were on the fence, who were thinking, can I follow my dream or not? And I think if you can surround yourself with the right people, whatever, whether it's business or whether it's a hobby or whether it's just something altogether different, you know, surround yourself with people who believe in you, who get you, who know who you are, who know where you want to be in life, um, who've been through the pitfalls, who can direct you a little bit and pick you up when you, when you fall down. And then to know your core values, to know who you are. And there's so much out there in terms of understanding your core values. And I will add some, I will add some links to the show notes for this podcast. Um, but getting to know yourself and then aligning yourself with that vision of who you want to be. I think Claire has really hit the nail on the head today by saying, start there, start there. And then the rest will kind of figure itself out. So Claire, if my listeners want to know a bit more about you or they want to just follow you or stalk you on social media, <laughs> where do you suggest they go? Well, on Instagram, um, I have two accounts. I have one at Mrs.McMurs, which is M-C-M-Z after the dot. So that's more my personal account and um, my my journey through life and uh, supporting other people as well who are kind of going on that same journey and then my account for my retail consultancy is at retail with clarity or one word and my website for my retail consultancy is www.retailwithclarity.com amazing and guys i will make sure that these um, handles and websites are all added onto the show notes for you so you can go find Claire and join her amazing networks because um, I'm going to be doing that as soon as I get off this podcast today <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Claire that's been an amazing conversation thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure oh bye bye I'm Roxana Hussein, and you've been listening to the personal power boost podcast you can follow Personal Power Boost on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, please go to the Apple Podcast and rate and review this podcast. Do join me next week for another Personal Power Boost. Thank you so much for listening.